Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate. The gamers advocate. Target acquired. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Gamer's Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Bill. Wait, Bill? William? <laughs> Bill, where are you? Hey, Bill. Hello? Hello? Oh, crap. Oh, he must not him. be here, yeah. <laughs> He's not here today. No, so we are recording on a Monday. Yes, it's extremely strange. We're back to the original day. Regular schedule. We can change it however we yeah, want. I mean, we control like the show. Our deal. So, yeah, we can do like whatever we want. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we are recording on a Monday because on Wednesday we have a pretty big event coming up. Woo-hoo. We have a lo- we'll have a lot more Spoilers. details soon, so stay tuned. All right, I guess we won't give it away yet, but we like got, we got to keep them like wanting more. Yeah, just like mark your calendars for it. <laughs> this is gonna be like a big event in Columbus, <laughs> yes. Ohio. It's very exciting, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, that's the reason why we are recording Monday, and like we always say, we're, we don't want to miss a show. We always want to give you guys something to listen to, so that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, so here we go, I guess, huh? Yeah. So how's it going, Jack? What have it, you been up to? Uh, it's going all right. I've uh, actually got to play a video game this week. Wow! Unlike That's last exciting. week, we went to go see uh, Oblivion, obviously. But I played uh, more Tomb Raider. Nice. Which somebody beat? <laughs> yes, I here. did finally beat it. But I won't steal your thunder quite yet. How How is the ending? Did you like the ending? I did. I thought the ending was it was extremely fun. Right. Like that That's the thing about Tomb Raider. What What I've noticed is that like the the writing, the script, and everything like it's a good story. I mean, it helps you follow, but it's such a good game to play. It's yeah. just so much fun. Like, I mean, upgrading weapons, unlocking mm-hmm. different tombs and different areas, going back and exploring that that awesome world, which is gorgeous, mm-hmm. mind you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful game. One of prob- one of the best games I've played in a while. Like, I mean, not nowhere near like Bioshock Infinite, but it was yeah. extremely fun. Like, it was really good. It's pretty good. I like uh, hunting the animals and uh, you know, getting, getting salvage and uh, jumping in some tombs. That kind of switches it up. Yeah, you, definitely. You know, the pacing like, is really good. Right, right, and you can kind of you can kind of pace yourself too because you can fast travel back to old areas. I don't oh, know for sure. How yeah. often you did that? You went I back did. To I actually I was good. I actually ended the game with ninety seven percent completion. Wow. Because I mean, I've told I've said this before. I look in like every single corner. Every every <laughs> cranny. Yeah. So I mean, I'm pretty close and. I usually don't 100% games, but mm-hmm. I'm only 3%. I might, wow. I'm actually going into God of War now to finish that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, I think I might go back and just try and get the 100% because 3%. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you, want, you want that 100 And we're like uh, collectors now in video games. Exactly. Like, like we're like a hunter-gatherer. We're men. We're men. <laughs> we are men so here instead of floor. like hunting and gathering actual like game or, or whatever, we uh, do it virtually. <laughs> Achievements and Chivos. goodies and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, collects calls. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> so, so anyways, but yeah, I I'm getting close to the end, I guess. Yeah, it, I think yeah, it, it seems we like we're talking about it. Yeah, and uh, I I like it. I definitely like Bioshock better, but yeah. it, it's a solid game. I don't know what I think Square it's, Enix, it's definitely one of the best of the year for sure. Right. I don't know what Square Enix was complaining about with no, you know, not yeah. selling enough and all that. It no. just makes it's actually sad. You know why? Because there was reports that. There was layoffs at Square Enix in Europe, Ooh. which it's just so sad because 
these, this company, this game made what? I think it was 3.8 million in like the first oh month. That's units. Which is right. amazing. Yeah. But they had crazy expectations, so now people are suffering. And that game is just, it's awesome. If you can't make money selling that many units, then there's a there's a serious problem in your Oh, company. for sure, for sure. I don't know if it's a European branch. It might be across a couple oceans, <laughs> and it's over. Yeah, I think it's their whole schmegegger. Japan. <laughs> Meaning Japan structure? Yes, yeah, something. Why don't they come out with a new Final Fantasy game? <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Be yeah. excited for E3. There's news coming. Final Fantasy 15 will be released in yeah. 20 years. You know what's different? It's got a new Roman numeral. <laughs> yes. Boom. That's enough to warrant a purchase. Come on. Yeah, right. That's how you reinvent a game. Yeah. But it's, just Roman it's, it's it's sad that they're that they're doing that because, yeah. I mean, Square Enix developed... They didn't publish... I don't know. They didn't develop Tomb Raider. Crystal Dynamics did. Right. And just like Eidos Montreal developed Deus Ex Human Revolution, and those games are incredible. And Square Enix published them, but then they're giving these ridiculous expectations and goals and they're not hitting them and then people are suffering when they're making probably some of the best games of this generation. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. All I know is if you haven't got Tomb Raider, just do it. Right. Just it's, one, yeah. it's one of those games you should play. It's I mean, yeah, Lara Croft has a very storied history and bosom, but <laughs> <laughs> but they they really they really did her justice and yeah. it's well, just, not, it's, there's not there's not like gratuitous like Cleavage or butt shots yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, they're they're literally like beating the literal crap out like of this gritty. poor girl. You're just like, ooh, wow. Yeah. But I would say where like Bioshock exceeds to almost perfection with presentation and story. That's kind of where I feel this is with games, like gameplay. Like it's just such solid gameplay. It it's is just fun throughout the whole time. It wasn't it wasn't glitchy at all. No. Or anything. It was, it, it, was, it was great. It didn't lag up. It was it's fluid. So I, I really liked it. And uh you, were you doing anything else other than raiding some tombs, finishing that up? Nothing really. We uh yeah, we went to uh got played a little God of War. <laughs> I oh, just yeah. relaxed relaxed this weekend. My brother I we mentioned last week is graduating from Ohio State, so I hung out go. with him a little bit. His graduation is next week. Go Andrew. You can see and Obama. <laughs> yep, Obama is speaking at his convocation. Sweet, should be interesting. I heard he was pretty funny at the uh, press corps. Uh, oh the yeah, conference yeah. or whatever. He's, he's a good speaker. Say what, say whatever you want. He yeah, he can speak. He was saying that like uh, I forget what the joke I heard on the radio this morning that uh, Fox News was comparing him to the devil, but that would be disrespecting Satan. <laughs> oh my god! He said that. He said that. Wow. He said that, that as a joke. Is, that's crazy. Yeah, that was. I was like, wow, this guy's got skills. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that for him, but that was nice. That's I liked awesome. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's great. Other than that, other than that, um, I actually found one of my favorite uh, video game people again. I guess they should say in the community, Adam Sessler. Oh yeah, right, right, right. right. I was watching um, Revision Three. Right, right. On Xbox Live. I was watching his videos and stuff, and it's cool to get back because I used to be a big uh, G4 fan back oh, in the definitely. day. Oh, definitely. So sad that they're the old gone. crew, and yeah, they're moving on, and I, 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 they must have ran into quite a network. A bu- yeah, I bet, I bet they ran into a bunch of financial problems. Oh, I'm sure. There. Seems like everybody's doing that these days. Right, especially with gaming. It's tough. It's a tough world because we're all like, you know, I don't know. We all enjoy it so much. Yeah. Cutthroat. You know, Adam Sessler, like, he always used to do those Sessler soapboxes exactly. with G4 and stuff. Like, is yeah. he... Does he still have? Is he still the oh, yeah, same guy? Got, still, yeah, he really is. He's like he hasn't changed. He's still like right on point. Um, he's so well spoken. Yeah, he's an he's intelligent actually, guy and a good journalist. Yeah, and not he, just not just saying that, but he's probably one of the reasons I'm doing this right now. Right, like he's just he knows how to do this game video game journalism stuff. Yeah, he does, and I, I believe he's an English major. 
I think so. Oh, really? That's what he graduated sense, with. I guess. So yeah, I mean, he, he's a pretty eloquent guy, and uh, I think well educated. Uh, so um, yeah, he's got a Sessler something. Is what he has oh, right, right. on that network, and I think he just joined Revision. Yeah, it was, re- it was re- recent. recent. I think a few months something. But he already has like fifteen videos and like some interviews up uh, with a couple of people. It's really interesting. Um, he still can, you know, he gets uh, the access to interview the. The big dogs oh, in, in sure. the world. I'm sure anyone will talk to that guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. It's actually kind of funny you say videos because we actually put up our first video. That's right. Hey Someone, yo. <laughs> you were actually uh, Adam's video on YouTube is um, what Susser was talking about with the Nintendo of America guy, like the direction of Nintendo, talking about E3 and where they're going. Um, they really were focusing in the interview on the DS only. He, the guy, 3DS. 3DS, sorry, a 3DS. Well, DS, 3DS. It's the same thing. I mean, XL, okay. Not the 3, all right. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's the same system, just bigger and 3D. Anyways, <laughs> they're coming out with a lot a lot of titles, and they both said oh, they're getting excited for the new Animal Crossing coming out. Yeah. And uh, they uh, were just hitting on the fact that games were coming out for that, but they were trying to get around to the Wii U, but the guy just totally, like, didn't want to talk about it. Oh, I don't right. know. It was kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird in the interview when they brought it up because, you know, they they talked about the Nintendo Direct thing. Right. So my, my point was, well, how do they reach people that are not nin- in Nintendo with the Nintendo Direct? How do they hear about these things? And well, you were saying, I, yeah, i got to say, for, well, if you're unfamiliar with what Nintendo Directs are in this whole conversation, Nintendo is not going to be at E3 2013 in the way we come to expect it. Because every year, the big three, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, they always say, okay, we have an hour or two blocked off, and we're going to just blow your mind with the craziest gaming news and, and releases and news and all that stuff. Nintendo's like, nope, not this year. Because they've been pushing these Nintendo Directs, which are smaller. They're usually about a half hour. They usually come with pretty short notice, and it ca- like and then it's it's people them talking directly to their fans instead of having like a big press conference because right. if you were following if you've been following the gaming industry and last year at last E3 when the Wii U was about to launch and they had probably one of the worst press conferences I can remember. I can't even remember it cuz exactly. I don't even think There's I watched it. I don't even think I watched it cuz there's, there's nothing, nothing noteworthy. They right. like they rehashed stuff, they talked about things we already knew about, they didn't get any excitement out there. They didn't build any like brand awareness really. It's just it was such a shame. So what Nintendo is doing is they're trying to be more focused because that's the problem that they run into. Now, you say that like it's, they're going to lose some mind share because they're not having this presentation, but these Nintendo Directs, the, the, the eye of the video game industry is always on them when they're happening because it's like imagine if you were a rock star or you were a Nintendo and you right. said, hey, I have something to say this time. Be prepared. May 5th, two th- or May 5th at 10 o'clock, blah, blah, blah. Watch us. You're going to watch if you're in the video game world because right. you're going to want to know what they say. So it does the same purpose. Yeah, but how do I learn about these Nintendo Directs? Are they are they they, they broadcast them live? Yeah, are they, they broadcast them websites. Yeah, they broadcast them live from Nintendo's website. Mm-hmm. I'm usually IGN, Game Informer. They always say follow this link to stream the video. They cover it, and then all the vi- if you follow video game people on Twitter, they tweet about what's going on. I mean, it's it's not like it's it's in the dark and just on Nintendo's website. Like, they, they get the word out. Or you can just come to the Gamers Advocate and we'll we'll let you know when the Nintendo exactly. Directs are coming. <laughs> yeah, definitely. On our website. Do it, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, a very, it's a very risky move, obviously, because that's it's kind of 
become expected of these companies to have this big scale large presentation right to compete exactly but, but the the counterpoint that that I'm hearing which kind of makes sense is that Nintendo can compete they just have to compete differently exactly that is exactly right because they they, they really can't stand no. up in the same way no, no, in no, the no. same strategy and they as shouldn't try to Xbox and because PS4 because you, you've already seen it they're already losing right. third party support they're losing all this stuff but yeah. Nintendo, with its nostalgia, with its history, with its loyal fan base, if it treats them well and gives them good software, they can have their own segment of the market that's huge. I mean, they did it with the Wii. Right. I mean, I know the Wii was kind of an anomaly with its accessibility and stuff, but right. look at the 3DS. When it came out, it was like the same thing as the Wii U. There were no games. Yep. The launch title was what? Steel Diver? It was like a sub, like a subway thing, right. or a submarine thing. And, and they and they had it with their their couple other. Uh, yeah, it's 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 for some reason Nintendo has this thing where when they launch a system, it's just dry and dead. But then they do a price drop. They start announcing games. I mean, if you look at the 3DS release schedule that's coming up, it's ridiculous. And the DS? Didn't the DS? Couldn't you play Game Boy Advance yeah. games uh-huh. on there? So they kind of covered their bases right, with right, that because right. they knew the launch titles weren't there. Right. And now they can do the Nintendo Direct stuff, obviously, which is which is great. Yeah. But, uh, and like the 3DS now is destroying like everything. I mean, it's doing incredibly well. I think it sold like 15.3 million in Japan this year so far, or something. Wow. I mean, it's doing really, really well. And it, it, uh, there's no sign of stopping. A new Mario RPG is coming out. A new Yoshi Story. A Pokemon game is coming out. I mean, there's games coming out for the system and people are going to buy it that's the problem with the wii u that's why i am defending it when everyone else is just like (laughs) like beating me over the head because we it's it's fair to say that when these big hitters are coming out but the wii u has none of those yet like you can say all you want about it being horrible and the system sucking but until it actually starts throwing punches and you see if someone will defect deflect it or they get hit in the face that's when you can start bashing it for real and that's why I think Nintendo, because they've done it before. They prove people wrong. That's like what the company does. It's stupid, and it, it like puts them in trouble. But they know what they're doing. They, I, they do know, and they're aware that software um, sells systems, just like what you said. Because in that interview I was talking about, um, I think it's the VP of Nintendo of America. He said he literally said software sells systems. Exactly. It really does. It so, does. And I think that's Without why he, a doubt. I think that's why he skated around the issue of what was kind of coming <laughs> for the Wii U. Nothing. Because yeah, I mean it's it's weak. You know, I mean the titles are. But yeah, the, I, mean, I I bought Super Mario World for the hundredth time this weekend. There you go. And, you know I'm proud of it, but that's not why I bought my Wii U. You know what? Nostalgia. I will say though, they released Rayman Legends Challenges, which is like I mean you know the whole Rayman Legends the fiasco. Thing we talked about. But they released a downloadable pack that has daily and weekly challenges that they keep releasing of levels from the actual game mm-hmm. to kind of keep you into it. And it's actually pretty Not good. Bad. You like it? Well, like you're a Rayman production. Fan. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really fun. I mean, I really enjoy it. It's free. You can play it as much as you want and try and like beat your friends if anybody has a well, Wii U. We know what they say. <laughs> Everyone loves Rayman. Exactly. I think That's that was a show. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was a good comedian. It's a, it's a bold move, obviously, and it could blow up in their face, especially if they don't have. But, luck, but luckily, they have a stockpile of cash. Yeah, if they can weather. A war a, chest they can they, they can weather a whole console generational storm, and try that's again, reboot, and still be okay. Yeah, that's I why. Mean, I mean, they have this 3DS, which is making them money. The Wii made them right. ridiculously rich. That's why they can take these risks because they can. Yeah, do what they, they can. Want. They can sustain themselves through this. I mean, right. if they keep going and they don't. Fix the ship. Honestly, it's gonna it's gonna it's hurt gonna them. Hurt them. It's gonna hurt for sure. But you know, 
it's not it's not going to kill them. Exactly. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. I mean, it's it'd be I think it'd be more alarming if it was Sony or Microsoft. Right. But with Nintendo, because they have been doing these Nintendo directs for probably close to a year or like half a year, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is out of nowhere. They're like, we don't have anything. Like they and they're still going to be at E3. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're just going to have two probably smaller, just more smaller intimate presence. conferences. Yeah. Yeah, and like all the games will be there. Like they still said for the Wii U, you can expect the 3D Mario, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers. So there'll be stuff there. So I mean, don't get work, me wrong. They're working on their they're core just, franchises. Yeah, they just, always are. They're just trying to differentiate themselves because yeah, like Jack was saying, they're not. They can't compete in the sense they can't. Direct which is, which of is the actually next gen, which the is next actually, gen console. Which is actually sad. It is. I mean, it's I don't like sad. I don't like that no. that they can't because uh, you know I've always been a Nintendo fan. It's, the original, yeah. the Super, the N sixty four. I even got the GameCube. I, you know, I got all that stuff. I got the Wii. But you know, here's the here, Wii I'm gonna U say, is when I'm just like, oh. yeah. But I'm going to say here one thing. Right. Would you want another three sixty and PS three? Because they're because they're like sim- But no, but I'm saying obviously I want them both. Right. I'm going to get them, right. but. They are very similar in the machines. Like the the yeah. hardware of what we've heard of the next Xbox and what we've kind of seen of the PS4 is pretty identical. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll have the sharing and the Gaikai and the exclusives, but Nintendo, yeah, it might not be as powerful, but it's different. And if they can figure out how to use that system and give us games that PS4 and Xbox can't give us, there's room for that. Yeah. I really think so, and it's exciting. Because they pushed the industry forward. I mean, you saw what they did with the Wii Remote, and then, like, Kinect came out and PlayStation Move. And, like, while it might not be great for the hardcore gamers, they try things that other companies don't. And it helps the industry as a whole. They do try things uh, differently, but, I mean, you know, PlayStation and Xbox definitely have a ton of tricks up their sleeves. And they're, for sure. And they're switching it up, their program, and how they're going to work it, or even how you play games yeah, uh, yeah. with their peripherals and stuff that... I'm sure they'll have Connect included in all their all their Xboxes, uh, so you'll see a lot more Connect ready stuff, yeah. which is awesome. And you used it, and it was fun. Um, so, you know, I don't. I think time will tell. I guess they say definitely, definitely. I mean, and software, just like we said, software sells systems. Yeah. And once a Nintendo comes out with software that at least I'm interested in personally, again, then I'll definitely I go, I'll pick up whatever just to just to get it. I mean, obviously, you know, economics come into play, of but course. whatever. But I don't. I just say. I want to revisit this conversation after E3 a there lot. Like, yeah. That's probably like I am so excited. I, everyone's like, oh, I know. E3. Like, we I'm gotta know. so excited for PS3, PS4, and the next Xbox. Yeah. But I'm probably most like anxious for the Wii U because because hmm. if they come out and just show a Mario game that looks the same and stuff, like they could be in trouble. But if they come out and like, yeah, I know you're gonna give me crap because they, I know, because I know. because they it's the same games. Right. But if they come out and they're different yeah. and they do something different and they look incredible, that's exciting. I you know I it's actually exciting. I saw the demo of that Zelda uh, we were talking the about. The 3DS. Yeah, exactly. Link to the coming past. Out. Link to the past. Yeah, they're redoing it. it. It's pretty cool how it. Yeah, definitely. How they redesigned. There's actually another kind of dimensional way to go about using Link and using like like the maps. Yeah, for um, sure. And you don't just think about like the 2D, just looking down at the character. You have to think on how every single wall mm-hmm. interacts with the system, and there's moving walls while he was shifting around. I it's like it's like a three-dimensional puzzle. Yeah. But you're looking at it sometimes two-dimensionally, sometimes three, and you're switching it around. 
and you're, you know, and it's cool. It's like it's Definitely. kind of more of a thinking. See, that's what Nintendo's good for. And that's right. what I'm hoping for. So I'm hoping so too. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see at E3. It's getting close. But I'm more excited to see the slugfest between. Oh yeah, that's gonna be Microsoft fun. and Sony. Once because they're holding back May their cannons. Baby. They're holding May back 21st. their cannons. They're like, oh boom, you know, just hit them. It's so. gonna be a fun ride. Right. Definitely. I think I think it'd be awesome. So. so speaking of which, right, the Xbox finally will be revealed, the next Xbox, on yeah. May 21st. Yeah, we sh- yeah we didn't announce that last time. Yeah, our, our show was kind of like <laughs> bad timing, but May 21st right. in Redmond, Washington, the Xbox, the next generation Xbox will finally be revealed. It's about time. I really want to know what the <laughs> heck they're doing. There's a lot of speculation that they're going to have subsidized Xboxes and you're going to get a subscription with like Comcast and it's going to be more for entertainment. Could be all true. Honestly, we don't know. It's decent speculation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like he's saying with the subsidies, like they're gonna have two models. You can pay, I think it's probably three ninety nine or maybe even four ninety nine for the actual console, mm-hmm. or you can spend two ninety nine plus like ten bucks a month and have a two year contract. So just like your cell phone or your cable bill, it's just the same thing, yeah. but you 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 get it for cheaper, but you pay over time, which it'll make it more accessible, I think. I heard, yeah, it will. I mean, definitely a lower lower initial price uh, lowers yeah. the entry barriers. But uh, I think it might be more uh, subscription-based. They want to get you locked in. Oh, for they sure. They want to get you locked in some way. Definitely. So they're going to give you a cheap console. It'll be like a, at a loss maybe to them or to the whoever's subsidizing them. I heard Comcast is going to partner up with them maybe, and then you'll just get, like, your cable subscription through the internet and do that, but I think there's some kind of FCC regulation that they may need to overturn. That's all blah blah blah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all blah like, blah blah. It's all blah, blah blah. I don't care. Just give me my Xbox. Yeah, but, for sure. But I will say, I even I'm leaning even more towards PlayStation right now, really, because I was playing my Xbox last night and the thing started acting up. This is a slim model too. The oh, fan, one of the newer ones? yeah, the fans started sounding funny. Huh. It locked up a couple times. I couldn't get the it like it just didn't want to go. It didn't want to load up and like use my and plus Xbox Live. It didn't want to log in Xbox Live. Xbox what? Live was done once I finally got it loaded up. So I don't know what it could have been a freak thing or it was raining last night and it was a full moon and you know the cat was doing something weird <laughs> and you know I don't know. You, you never know. know the swamp gas and the, yeah, you know, exactly. I don't know what that. Anyways, I'm like, what the hell? I just want a solid system, like a solid platform because we all know that George Foreman's we talk about yep, all the yep, time yep. solid George Foreman's but Xbox cannot get a system that cools itself properly and runs all the yeah. time. Yeah, like I mean I I've personally have had no issues with my new Xbox. Well, like I, I mean yeah I mean I That's cuz you don't play games on it. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, you would be Tomb Raider. Yeah, I just feel like you have the weirdest video game problems. I don't know what I, it is. I am I am strange. <laughs> I am a strange strange person. Yeah, so it's It'll be interesting. It's I'm just it's exciting that they finally announced it because I'm sick of all these rumors of oh it's going to be announced on this date. Nope, that date came and gone. It'll be announced on this date. Nope, just kidding. Right. But it's nice that we finally have the date when yeah, it will we'll happen. Yeah, I'm tired of being left in the dark. But of course, I'm not a mushroom. Of course, rumors don't stop because that was announced. <laughs> we have a few right. more to go over. Is that if you remember a podcast? I would say I don't know a month or two ago we talked about Microsoft Illuma Room. Which is basically it was like that peripheral. Yeah. I thought it looked kind of cool. It, yeah, it works I mean, with yeah. Connect and like it basically extends your TV to your whole wall. Now I, 
first of all, Bill was talking about how it would mess with cats like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> would, yeah, the light around, thing, yeah. like you'd see the little snowflakes falling. Uh, uh, hopefully, it feels like you're in the wilderness. Yeah, I think that's your what it's to be. Right. But there's a, a an event that's coming up that is featuring the Illuma Room and that technology and talking about how it w- is going to work with next generation consoles. Well, when's that coming out, Adam? We don't know. Oh. Well, I think the event is probably in a couple of weeks or something. Oh. But we'll see how that will tie in. I'm sure we'll find out more on May 21st when oh, the right. Xbox comes I out. Hopefully they'll show up. I think yeah, it looks exactly. kind, of, look kind of cool. It might just be more kitschy like, or Yeah, something. I feel like it'll be... Yeah, I mean, if you if you are, don't know what we're talking about, just YouTube, Illuma Room. But I feel like you might have to have a very specific kind of room because if the lighting's off and if things are It's got to be weird, dark, I yeah. think. Yeah. But, uh, you know, play in your basement. Anyways. But here's, an, here's another interesting one is... There's a rumor that Microsoft is going to be retooling achievements. Now, obviously, cool. it's not like ground up, make it completely different. Mm. But a problem these days with achievements and trophies is you have to add them after the game is shipped with DLC. You can't ch- go back and change them. But with this new rumor, Microsoft and any developer really will be able to go in and add achievements. So they are they, like, real achievements? Or yeah, like no, real achievements. Yeah. Like, yeah. They'll be real achievements. So, like, let's say you're playing Halo 5, and one weekend they're like, kill 100 grunts in this weekend. Maybe oh, okay. they can do, like, timed achievements, which would be kind of oh. interesting. But it's kind of like a subset. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. But, like, it, it'd be cool because it could get you maybe back into the game. Mm-hmm. It also maybe get you to play something different or see different parts of the game. Because that's kind of what achievements are. I mean, with Tomb Raider, like, they want you to kill guys in different ways, and Plus, it kind of makes you play differently. Yeah, and they'll, they'll probably want you to push that for, like, downloadable content right, and right, whatnot. Right. So, Because uh, that's, yeah. that's what it's already there for, but they're saying right. you can do other stuff with it as well. To keep you... Yeah. Uh, just another little teaser. A little yeah, bit. yeah. So that'll that'll be interesting. I think I think so. I like uh, getting achievements where, like I said, we're, we're collectors yeah, exactly. sometimes in games. That really extends out games, because in some plot-driven uh, stories and whatnot, you know, you can get through the plot of the whole game in like maybe like 10 hours fallout new vegas you could get through that whole game in two and a half hours really yeah if you played it right you can you can get some like stealth boys oh I my friend was like that. my right, friend right. was like walking me through it while he was playing a different game we were talking xbox live i'm like how do how do i how do you beat the game in like two and a half hours where i think there's like an achievement or something for that maybe something, i don't know but you sneak through back way and stuff, and you do certain things. You go right to like Vegas almost, yeah. right out of the oh, gate. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. You know exactly where it is, and then you just visit what's his face up I there play in the ca- of that game. I don't even. Remember. I forget in the casino. I'm not spoiling it because I'm giving such a bad description. <laughs> so <you're> like, <laughs> there's a guy in a blue there's building. Like a, you know, there's like dude, and it's like got some lights, man. Oh my god, I know. Jitter's and there's like a robot, and there's like a cowboy man in the robot. Awesome. And you give it to another guy, and boom, you beat the game. Awesome. You just did it. I like it. All right. <laughs> anyway. That was awful. Moving on. After Jack's eloquent I, I gotta explanation. Apologize. I got to apologize. Speaking of, like, cool gaming and stuff like that, I also uh, found out, you know, um, we should have, like, a Kickstarter for this show. We got, like, people support our show and support, like, our equipment or something like that. We'll set that up later. That's coming. I like it. Or not. But anyways, <laughs> there's this one guy. Um, I think he's a professor. I forget what college. Xavier? Maybe it's pretty good. He's coming out with uh, it's an alpha right now. It's called Game Sprout, where you come up with the gaming idea, and then people contribute to that idea, and then if it gets good enough, they like That's interesting. They like fund some of it and they work on some of it, 
and then it goes through the cycle again. That's kind of like Kickstarter in yeah, a sense. Yeah, and then if it cycles through enough, it'll actually the game will go and get published by like professionals, and they'll make this game that you made in this long like thread. Yeah, yeah. This blog thread uh, of ideas, and you rework it, and you'll get a share of the profits for your ideas. That's kind of cool. So yeah, it's it called it, GameSprout. GameSprout. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an alpha right now. Um, again, I saw it. I, I guess I'm plugging this too much, like from Adam Seth's <laughs> oh, revision, revision thing. Yeah. I was watching it like for hours <laughs> over the weekend. Why aren't you watching Gamers Advocate? TV? I know. Well, we, I know. I know what we do here. I mean, we create it, but like, it's it's good. Well, we should partner up with them or something, right? They come on our I, show. I don't know. They're, yeah, they're yeah, a little too small for us. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's just part of the gaming community, and I think we should shout out to other people. Oh, and for like sure. The, I have no problem with like that. the stuff they're doing. Oh, yeah. um, and it, it's really cool just to watch if you ever, you know, just don't want to play a game and you want to learn about some yeah. gaming. Why aren't we on Xbox Live yet? On our own show. Trying. Trying. Oh, yeah. Right. Me and Bill Gates have some creative differences. Right. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Come on, Billium. <laughs> Billium Gates. Didn't, so, he, didn't he retire? Isn't he helping malaria now? Something though? like that. Why, why are you beating up a poor guy trying to I like cure malaria? Cool, oh, right. Cool. That's right. <laughs> So I guess before we jump off the Xbox topic, yeah. I kind of want to ask, like, how should Sony respond? Do you think they should go on the attack? Do you think they should wait? Like, what, what are you, where are you at with what sh- Sony should be doing? I think, I think they have two different strategies. Okay. I think how Nintendo is... Uh, Dumb. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just no, kidding, no you know, they're, they're going after like a different, more casual right, right, group. Right. And people who, you know, still are all about loving Mario and all their core franchises, which I totally get. Definitely. I I guess I can admit that I've kind of fallen out of love with Mario. I mean, the Italians don't really do it for me anymore. (laughs) Need more spaghetti. I need, yeah, I need more spaghetti. I mean, he's got to wine and dine me a little bit, you know? I just don't want the old, you know... Some of that plumber crap. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, he comes home all dirty, plumbing toilets. I'm like, take a shower, buddy. You're disgusting. Please. Anyway, so... um, but I, I did get interested in the new one for the DS. They have, like, Luigi's... 3DS. 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi. They've got, like, the Luigi moves. And while he's sleeping, yeah, it's, you go it's inside Mario his brain. Mario Luigi Dream Team. Dream Coming out team. in June or something? Something like that. But I'm not sure when the launch Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, Luigi has, like, some magical dreams, and Mario jumps in them, and I saw Luigi the mechanics of it, it looks and really there's good. all sorts of crazy moves that See, that's, he has. That's I mean, a cool. million like, different, different weird and that's crazy moves. That's why Nintendo's cool. And I think, I think that actually got me interested in Mario and Luigi again. I mean, it's been years oh, for sure. since I've been interested. I mean, I got burnt out on Super Mario uh, Galaxy. Oh, that game was so good. I know, and it had different mechanics oh, wow. or whatever, but I didn't like the little motion-y controller man, man, man. and, like, how it wasn't... It wasn't as accurate for me, the wand with the Wii. I barely played my Wii. I mean, we got to be honest. Yeah, I did the same here, but... I mean, compared I compared to the fun. Xbox and everything oh, else yeah, and sure. multiplayer with other people, uh, you know, I barely got on that thing. I hear you. So, I, it's unfortunate. It really is. Yeah. I tried. I tried I, to like it, but yeah. anyways... Handheld, it's cool if you're on the go. I think you got these cool moves. He's like pulling his mustache while he's sleeping. Yeah, it's Dream like World, that. so all bets are off. So really? it's actually kind of something new and fresh that you can actually I think get excited yeah. for. Just shocking. So Sony, okay, <laughs> you got Sony, off top. All right, come yeah, on, totally. The different direction they're going. They're going games, games, games. I think they're going to be eighty percent right. games, twenty percent like home entertainment. Microsoft fifty fifty split. 
They're right. gonna they want to take over your living room. They want to be where you go for TV, for internet, for every all forms of entertainment. Pizza Hut. Pizza. They want you to not even ever leave that world. <laughs> they'll buy your groceries. Amen. They'll you know they'll powder your bum. They'll you know. They'll <laughs> I've always wanted a console that would do that. <laughs> That's right. I mean, they'll do it all for you. I mean, they'll you know they'll they'll take care of everything. You just need to be there. Right, right, right. While they can sell you their advertisements and you keep giving them the, your, your money so you can get more gamer points and uh, spend that. Yeah. So uh, I think I think they're both smart in how they're doing that. How they're different going after yeah, yeah. niches. I think since I'm more of a hardcore gamer, but I like you know other entertainment, whatever, but. I think that's why PlayStation's peaking more in my interest now, because they're about games, 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 yeah. games. And See, I, mean, my, I think my problem with the media center, which I'm excited if it really will replace like your cable box, because yeah. that would be awesome. But yeah. my problem is that I have a smart TV, mm-hmm. so like getting to Netflix and HBO Go is yeah. so much easier to click a button and get there than turning on the Xbox, yeah. going to the app, and stuff like that. Which I understand the allure for people who don't have a smart TV right. or maybe don't use it, but right. It's just it's a lot more convenient to do that because because um, they I mean they're getting into realms you're exactly right where they're running into competition from right, the right. actual TV manufacturers exactly. I mean we were just in Best Buy but looking at Samsung TVs that have like connect like features Angry with Birds motion. yeah Angry Birds already wasn't you, very good yeah I know it wasn't <laughs> it's not as good as the Connect but I mean that's their first iteration right, right. and it's a really small camera and they could have done a better job yeah, obviously yeah. but whatever um, but yeah it gives you the hands and motion sense and you can just he was talking in his remote. I know it's like a commercial yeah. for it, just like Connect with voice commands and all that. So I think that's where all tech is going. There's going to be a convergence. Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Right. Hey? And there's going to be convergence, and there's going to be just all sorts of competition. Yeah. So yeah. it'll it'll be very interesting to see how Do Sony responds. But I, yeah, you're right. Why isn't the future here kind of, now? I know, really, I what, what the heck? I just want to pre-order it. Like, Why isn't that Christmas? On. I want to sit on Santa's <laughs> lap and be like, hello, poor baby. Hello, old man. <laughs> You got something special <laughs> for me? You might want to be careful. You say that, I've too. I've been good this year. <laughs> oh that might God. be kind of weird. Before we go somewhere <laughs> none of us want to go, exactly. let's move on to the news topics, which took us 34 minutes to get to. Holy, Pretty nice. Holy See, moly. but I like it. It's like conversational. We, yeah. We, 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 we go well, with the <laughs> Or do you want a break for Audible right now? Halfway in? Okay, fine. All right. We do love Audible. Yeah. Here so, we go. So let's thank our sponsor. For you, the listeners of The Gamer's Advocate. Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial just for signing up for their service. And since Bill's not here to regale you with a tale of a wonderful book, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you a book that I think might be kind of relevant relevant to the times with The Great Gatsby. Because Ooh, Leo, coming out in the movie. Yeah, Mr. Leo D. Caprio. He's a very good actor now. Oh, yeah. Inception right. is so good. He's good. I didn't like him in Titanic, but all the other movies after that, Inception is so good. Right. Anyway, Great Gatsby. I mean, you really, if you don't know what this book is, come on. Come it's on. One, it's one of the classics. I or mean, just watch it. It's about, like, the jazz age and the, the wealthy Jay Gatsby and his love for this girl. And just it's kind of like a period piece and really focuses on what life was like in that age and stuff like that. Mm. And, it's a classic. Oh, for sure. And with uh, with the movie coming out, you might be interested in kind of more of the story and getting a background. And maybe you've never even read it, or it's been since school. You since can you brag. Read it. You can be like one of those people that brags. Like, oh, I know what this is going. I've I've heard the book, so <laughs> let me just tell you something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, you could be smart at like dinner right, parties. Right. Exactly. And stuff. So it's 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 in its full underbridge version. You can download that, or I mean, they have 
like I said, Audible has over 100,000 books to choose from. Yeah. So really, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate. Yeah. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate for your free audiobook. Yeah. And now back to our show. We should have some intro music or something. I know we got to we got to have some breakers. Anyone out right. there want to make some like break music some, like, for bumps? us? Bumps, do it. Yeah, send it to the podcast, not the podcast, not the podcast, podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Send us some music. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love that. We'll feature it. We'll feature whatever. Yeah, I that's mean, what we're it's here for. Just like we're a community thing. We're just a couple of Joes <laughs> trying to run the ship. Yeah, just talking into a mic. <laughs> that's all we're doing. I mean, no one's like I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So. We're going to jump into two kind of... Jump and dump? Yep, jump and dump. <laughs> We're jump, into, <laughs> jump and dump some topics on new people. Let's do it. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> We're going to jump into a couple... Like, we always like putting funny stories at the beginning of right. our I think episodes. this is cool. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. This, like, you know, so I know piracy is a big thing yeah. and whatever. So, as you know, if you follow in gaming industry stuff, PC games get pirated like it's nobody's business. Everyone's hacking everything. I, I mean, as soon as a phone comes out, I think like Samsung 4 is immediately jailbreaked. Oh, yeah. and like, immediately. I like that game, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, the DLC yeah. with right. the crazy one. Right. It was like pirated three weeks ago or something. Really? <laughs> the game's not even out yet. I was. It's coming out May 1st. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm really excited to oh, see I that. that. I saw a whole awesome. video of it, and you can like call the dragons yeah. to you oh, and whatnot. Awesome. We're getting way off topic, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, that that looks awesome. Someone released a game about piracy. Yeah, right. Well, it, no, they didn't release a game about piracy. The game is called. This is kind of hard to follow, so everyone just really concentrate and just like <laughs> focus, pray focus. about it. Pray about it for this a second. This game but called it's funny. Game Dev Tycoon by Greenheart Games. They, it's it's like one of those games where you it's you, like you game developer yeah, type. You're basically so you yeah, act a game like you're where a, you create a game. You act like you're a game developer. So like, let's say you're. Chris, you name your your company Rockstar. You develop Grand Theft Auto, right? And you hire people. You kind of say where you want them to put the money, and then you put the game out, and you have to market it and get profit of it. It's like a sim. Yeah, it's exactly. a simulation exactly. of running a business. Right. So it's I mean it's very popular. They have a lot of those on iPhones, and they're probably on Android and stuff like that. Right. But the problem that these games have is as soon as they're released, they're pirated instantly. Boom. Like boom. Yeah. It's a huge problem. Yeah. So what? Greenheart Games did to kind of combat that is when they released the game, they released a pirated version onto like all these bit sites, bit torrent sites, and like, stuff like that. It's so like, like it was like a sabotage, like espionage. Like, they like. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Oh, it's great! It's hilarious. It's it like great. shows it like throws confusion exactly. out in the waters. So of that, yeah. so what happens? They got this. So then once that was released, it was released on all these other sites. Mm-hmm. And now all these all these piraters who stole this game. Or after they play, they took for, the bait. Right, they took the bait basically. They after, put, yeah. after they play for about two to three hours, they get a message like when they're about to release the game, saying, "Oh, you just released the game. There's a huge problem with piracy, and it looks like you're losing some profit, and you uh-huh. might go bankrupt soon." <laughs> and then there's like the a version sad of face, the game because right? that's what because it's the pirated version. Wah, so, wah. so you click the sad face, and from that point on, the profits and everything just sky like pummel. All the oh, way yeah. down, and you can't make a profit on the game. It's, impo- it's, basically it's impossible to win they, or do well. They, <laughs> they broke out. the game. <laughs> <laughs> they snuck out an unbeatable version of the game awesome. as bait <laughs> for people who pirate games. It's so and the reason great. why you lose in this game about game development <laughs> is because you're pirated because you pirated You actually took just, that pirated game. Irony at its finest. It is. It's like, it's great. If you can follow the logic, I don't know, we'll write it down for you. I don't know. We'll, we'll sketch it up. Yeah. I don't but know. It's, and it's awesome because on like the forums of the developer and games and things yeah. like that, 
like there's people who are complaining. They're like, I can't turn a profit. I can't. Like, I can't beat I can't this game. Beat this game. I can't What's, be What's wrong? And then they just say it's because you pirated the game. They're like, uh oh, because you <laughs> took an illegal copy. Yeah. So Guys, just, I mean, thanks. Piracy is a huge issue. That's yeah. why we hear all these things about Microsoft going always online yeah. stuff because people. It is a serious, like, serious deal. It is yeah. because people, these companies need to make money or they yeah. won't be able to make games. Plain right. and simple. They'll get bankrupt. They go bankrupt. It's plain and simple. So when a company goes the extra mile to say, screw you, piraters, you want to do it, face the consequences. I mean that's why I, I respect that a lot. I, I do because I buy AAA titles, I buy them new, oh, always, and I, always because that all that money goes to the game developer. I understand, like sometimes games are expensive and stuff like that, but when you pirate a game and you steal a game, expect some consequences. It's I mean, nice yeah. that it's happened. I mean, it happened to the music industry, right? Movie industry, and uh, now video gaming is getting hit pretty hard with right, it. Right, right. It's yeah. It, I mean, it's got they got to do something. Right. I mean, it's not like the big bad business. I mean, they're. <laughs> yeah. They're just people, like this, and this, they have this high development like costs. an indie developer making a game yeah. they love, and they just want to want to And it got to totally ripped off immediately. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But That's funny. anyway, let's talk about money. Let's talk turkey, let's if you will. Let's talk turkey. I love it. <laughs> so Mr. Tim Cook, the CEO of the illustrious Apple. Yeah, this is a funny story. I don't like how Apple people have so much money. Well, What's they, their deal? It's because every single person has an iPhone. And apparently people who own Apple's get it on a lot more frequently. Apparently. Than, uh, I mean, I heard... You remember hearing <laughs> I about mean, that? I heard that rumor. What the hell? Yeah, really. Maybe you should switch. I guess so. <laughs> Anywho. I got problems. So, Tim Cook, there's a charity auction for uh, the RFK Center of Justice and Human Rights. And if you donate, which this... You get coffee time with Tim Cook, which you know oh it would be interesting. Like, I mean, it'd stupid, be it'd be cool. It'd be cool to talk to this guy. But really. let me just say the like estimated value of this is like one fifty or one hundred eighty thousand dollars to have coffee with a gentleman. How's that? How does that value? How do they? Because of his time, I guess. Because he can pay Probably. multiple <laughs> millions of dollars because he's overpaid. Pretty much CEO. But, as Apple's losing but, but money. Let's, let's go a little worse. All right, keep going. Right now, with 15 days left, the bidding is at 600 grand. Gross. To meet with Tim Cook. I can't stand it. 600 grand. I mean, granted, it's going to charity, which is nice, but oh my god. Uh, I I I don't know. People like, people. I I get the whole Apple thing. I really do. I've never been an Apple guy. You can hate me for it, whatever. I think I get too excited, and they pay too much for overpriced gadgetry, and they're hardcore. It. And I know it sells a billion things, and it's great. It's a great product. Let's just say that it is great, great products. But it's, I think it's overpriced. Great products. So are you? MP- I know, <laughs> I know. I see. I gotta bash it because you know you bash everything. But I'm, I know, I do. I really do. I'm a critic of everything. But uh, I mean, six hundred thousand to sit down and have coffee with a dude. Come no, on, that's that's crazy. And they're even ripping off like the whole sitting down with the president having a beer. Let's, you know, you know what I think? Like, down, have if a, you have a latte. like, if you have that much money, you could probably have coffee with him anyway because you're probably a well-to-do person <laughs> and you're a douche <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i know i mean at least it's for charity that's, that's all what takes say. like a normal person if it wasn't like, for charity if it, was like, to earn. if it was like tim cook's like hey bid to have coffee with me yeah i think the average income per person is like thirty-four thousand a year in america yeah, 600 so, grand just so yeah well not 20 years of their life basically that's the saving grade oh yeah it's going to charity well <laughs> what is this charity it's like for the human fund yeah humans are cool rfk is <laughs> RFK Center for Justice and Human Rights. And I have no idea what that is. And I said we were going to look that up. Damn you, Jack. But I guess we got to look it up now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's the Robert F. Kennedy 
Center for Justice and Human Rights. It's just oh, it's, it's just, just for promoting human yeah human rights throughout the world and so promoting his idea of peace and stuff so like now that. So now I look like an a hole. Pretty though. much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, but it's it's a good cause. That's what but I got. It's say a lot about. of money to be sitting down and spending time it with is. somebody. Yeah. I mean, I guess you really like them. Yeah. You know, no no French kissing though. I guess. I guess not. They're happy. No, 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 no. <laughs> never mind. Anywho, <laughs> no, that's that's just funny. Watch that. I'm sure it'll. I mean, I don't know if it could break a million. Uh, yeah. That would be ridiculous. Right. Then maybe just like anytime you want to cure cancer, just say, let's have hey, a chat with Lady Gaga or what's his face. Jack yeah, right. That's be that'll be easy enough. Yeah, you guys can sit down with me and Adam for. Six hundred thousand, <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. That's all we're asking. It'll go to charity, <laughs> or at least some of it. Pretty much. I don't know. So moving on to our last two topics. First, oh, we're yeah. going to talk about the other XCOM game again. That's coming out. We've been trying to guess at what the heck this thing is for like it's, weeks now. It's been, We've been it's like really spitting yeah. out misinformation rumors and like this yeah. game was. I mean, like we said, it was announced before the XCOM game that came out last year was out. And it was okay. originally a first-person shooter. And we thought it was going to be delayed forever. Right, exactly. and then we thought it was canceled and right. it was becoming a different game. Well, right. turns out it's still an XCOM game. It is okay. called XCOM, or the Bureau, the Bureau. XCOM Declassified, you which de- hopefully it's declassified. not like Call of Duty Declassified because that was garbage. Yeah, maybe maybe they learned from that. Let's hope so. I don't know. So they're changing from a first-person perspective to a third-person perspective, <laughs> and they're trying to make it, it seems very similar to the RTS type game because they're yeah. going to have permadeath, they're going to have the aliens, they're going to have all this stuff and it's going to be very XCOM-y in a sense. And I hope it's really really XCOM-y because that was a great game. <laughs> I know, really, seriously. <laughs> I don't know, but like I'm not a huge fan of third person shooters. I mean they're they're cool. I'm I just think- hoping they make it much more tactical. Okay. Hey, uh, Tomb Raider's third person. That yeah, it's awesome. good. It's but it's harder. I think it's harder to pull off a good shooter. In but third it seems person, like if like they're aiming like stuff, they're gonna. It's gonna be a lot more squad based. So you'll be yeah. controlling more. So maybe it'll be more of like str- strategic Strategery. than third person. Strategery. Flat out. You know how they pew, could do pew. it? I was just thinking. What's uh, that? Rainbow Six. Right. Okay. Just like that. Just like squad based. Yeah. And you know how the original like Rainbow Six they came out with the they were they they had the first squad where mm-hmm. you could do like command orders like yeah, breaching yeah, yeah. and all that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think I, I think that's probably what they're going now. Right. It's a little weird because <clears throat> after all these delays and all these rumors, the game is coming out this year for current yeah. gen cons, which like, is interesting. We got it done. Yeah, Hello. it's coming out August twentieth, and. That's that's know. pretty quick. That seems that's almost ex- warningly. That warns me because it's just weird. Because usually you hear about everything that's going on in the gaming industry, and this is the first like we heard about this actually being a game. I mean, granted, technically this game could have been worked on since two thousand like seven when it was first announced, or nine, whatever. It, it reminds was. me of the. I know we say Walking Dead all the time, but the Walking Dead game with Survival uh, Instinct. Yeah, Survival Instinct. Um, was terrible, and they yeah. rushed that out super quick. I mean, it seemed like okay, they announced it. Oh, it's out. That's because they didn't have time to make a good game. Right. And granted, with this crazy development, we might not know the whole story. That's very true. So it's 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 one of those things like Nintendo. I hope We're it's have like to wait a and great see. game. Oh, I, too. I know it's like the best game ever because it's going to be an awesome game in the middle of summer. And more XCOM would be awesome. Yeah. When a whole lot of titles don't. There's not a whole lot of titles coming out in August, really. It's been announced yet, really? August? Well, I think Saints usually, Row. Usually Saints Row the, 4 is, is in yeah, August. And then the next month is like, uh, what's it called? Grand Theft Auto. Hello. Oh, hello. Rayman Legends. Hello. hello. Oh, yeah. Usually it's the summer drought, though. Yeah. And that's the end of the summer I drought. I think we're kind of in that drought right now. I think we are. This is the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah. That's usually what happens when kids are, like, getting out of school in warmer weather. 
like the blockbuster movies come out, but like no video games yeah, come out. Yeah. Not all, I mean not as much, right, you know, right. not frequently. Yeah, like you get some little one like little stuff, but And I found out cool. why they smash video games in before the end of March because that's their fiscal year. Oh yeah, So right, publishers right, right. push every that's why yeah, we got bombarded sense. with titles. I couldn't figure crazy. it out, but I found out that yeah, that's, that's when that their quarter ends. Uh, in in March, so anyways, Definitely hey, makes food sense. for thought. I don't know, <laughs> or just boring facts. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah, but stay tuned for that. That's going to be exciting. Either way, I mean, yeah. it's it's cool. I really it's, like XCOM. I know it's I a do. great franchise. It's it can do interesting stuff with it. And or the screwed up like Aliens, yeah. Colonial Marines. Then you'll just oh go back to playing XCOM again. I cannot believe that game. Yeah, so much content, and they totally destroyed it. Yeah, we'll see. So for our last topic, we're gonna touch upon something that hits home to me a little bit. Well, a lot of it, actually. Is it like baseball? Like home run? I would say football. I like football. football. No. So, Minority Media released a game on PSN called Papo and Yo. Papo and Yo. Which is... I don't know what that is. It was a game where the founder of Minority Media, Vander Caballero, who, growing up... busting out these words. Telling you what. (laughs) Growing up, he had an alcoholic father. And... The game is based on that premise where this little boy has a monster, and it's kind of like a dream world. And whenever this little, when the monster and the little boy are best friends, they like play together, run around. But mm-hmm. when he eats these, they're like rainbow frogs or, or like chocolate frogs or whatever yeah. it was. He becomes like enraged and like so like focused on getting more frogs, and because like it deals with addiction, it deals yeah. with how it changes people. It's so just the character was like his dad. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's it's a very powerful tale. Now, the game itself, I know, didn't have the greatest reviews. I still haven't played it yet. I'm looking forward to because I really like supporting people who do these things. Mm-hmm. But the tale and, like, the, the message is very powerful. And you can tell that these people actually believe in what they're creating. And with the announcement yeah. of their next game, which is called Silent Enemy, they actually quoted saying, you cannot bring someone to some place you haven't been yourself. Right. So it's like you can't lecture someone or tell someone to be some way or about something unless you yourself have haven't, been through haven't it. Haven't been through the situation. Yeah, because like you been can't in that understand. Shoes. Exactly. Exactly. So this next game is not focused on the founder, but the actual design director. And his name is Ruben Ferris, and he grew up in Spain and unfortunately was bullied like like crazy amounts apparently like i mean he was scarred emotionally and physically Mm -hmm. and they say that he still has these nightmares of being bullied to this day and he's i think in his 40s or 50s or whatever must have been brutal yeah Yeah. so i mean and as you know like if you follow news and you follow schools and life bullying is a huge issue there's a lot of anti-bullying campaign which i think i think is cool oh for sure i mean some people say you know oh it's just suck it up what's wrong no not at all it's a serious problem because right I mean, I know, yeah, you got to toughen up people up and blah, right, blah, blah, right, blah right. but it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. Because, like, they even said something that kind of hit hit place, hit home to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, wh- when it comes to bullying, it's either three things. It's either you're the bully, you're the bully, or you're the bully, you've been bullied, or you stood by while someone else got Was bullied. bullied yeah. So you're always a part of there's it. A, there's involved. There's always something. I know it's, it's worse today, even, they say, because... Um, you never get away. Right. Because social media brings us closer together. Right, right. But also brings closer together the bad stuff, mm-hmm. too. Very I mean, true. people can access you more easily <laughs> nonstop. 
and you can't get away and, like, almost. Like pick on stuff and do stuff. Right, and, like, right. Yeah, Every sure. they can see your whole life and just use anything too, against you. You know, so I, I know it's rough, and I know you've heard of people, you know, even committing suicide and all this yeah, because of bullying. I mean, just kids. It's uh, crazy. It's sick. So I mean, I like that video gaming can go anywhere. It can jump into right, these topics. Right. It can tackle hard issues. It's what, it's what I like to see because. Yeah. Games don't do that a lot. Like there'll right. be run and gun shooters yeah, or like, just like mindless, mindless stuff. Yeah, exactly. But when you see a developer really take the time to focus on the human condition and stuff yeah. that everybody can relate to. Yeah. It's because topical. because we'll get into the game in a second, but me personally, I was a victim of bullying a lot when I was younger. Sure. I mean, up until probably sixth or seventh grade, I was bullied by a guy and he used to call me Cindy Lou, Cindy Lou. <laughs> and like just terrorized me and Non-stop. I mean, it was it was horrible. I mean yeah. it was it was really really bad and a really yeah. tough time in my life. Right. And finally at about 7th grade I remember we were outside our elementary school and he kind of wrapped his arm around me. He's like, "Adam, you know what? I'm sorry for everything I've done. Like mm-hmm. I really I I feel bad for the way I've treated you." Mm-hmm. And then Right as he was saying that, he, like, kicked his leg out and was going to sweep me, mm. to, like, just bring me down. Mm. And I, like, dodged it and took my backpack and just swung it right at him mm. and kind of ran away. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, standing up for him and feeling really good. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I mean, I, I kind of grew into myself. I started playing football mm-hmm. and started really, you'd, really kind of... fight back. Not, not even fight back, but not be a victim anymore. Right. And it actually turned out that we became, I wouldn't say, like, friends. Him to but I like forgave, maybe I could like forgave him in a sense. Yeah. Not like forgave like I can't believe you did that, but like I pity him. I don't even know like what yeah. you want to say, but maybe, I maybe grew you past understood it. him and it didn't bother you. Yeah, because much. I didn't become him. Right. Like okay. I, I, I grew out of it and I knew how to handle myself and stuff right. like that. Right. So it's it was it was a crazy time in my life, but it, it, I think, I mean, it made me stronger, Yeah, I'd have to say. Well, I think getting along with people, whether you're young or old, is kind of be, can be tough at yeah. any time, actually. So, uh, you know, I, I think it just comes down to sometimes the human condition. And right. That, uh, you know, even the, the younger of us, the young ones, I mean, you got to want to try and protect that mm-hmm. and, and, and watch out for them. And, and if people could just understand one another a little better, I think that uh, yeah. do that. And video gaming can bring light on these kind for of sure, subjects. For so just sure. like... Bioshock, for example, brought in the whole uh, racism, stuff, racism yeah. and different classes, and just it, and it brought in actually like immigration, and also besides doing that, it brought in like physics and like temporal thinking and all sorts of like, it, like topics. Puts, it puts a mirror in front of you, like, right? To look at yourself and be like, what kind of person am I? Yeah, I mean, gaming that can make you think in any way or in any level, or whether it's social issues like the bullying, which is important. Or, or anything else, I think it's just great because, and while you're having like fun doing it and experiencing this, you're just like opening your mind instead of, you know, just colorful, pretty things or shooting right, right. guns and whatever else. But So, anyway, back to the game. Right. Which we, we were talking about. I know. <laughs> the Silent Enemy, which I right. think is a very fitting title in a sense because, yeah, it's, yeah. it's an enemy that, that really can affect anybody. Yeah. So, this game takes place in a permanent winter. It's just a very dark and dreary world, and you're a, a character, and everyone is suffering. Everyone is feeling the hardships of this time in the world. Mm-hmm. And well, winter is a ble- is a ble- right, exactly, exactly. Ble- now the crows, mm-hmm. there's crows in this game, and they are just picking off the from the scavengers. They're like mm-hmm. harassing them, taking the food. They're they're like thriving in this world. And, and was, I mean, they're signs of death. Yeah, obviously, yeah, because so. like they are, and they're the bullies. Like they're 
they're feeding off the weakness and feeding off the problems that these people are having. Mm -hmm. Now, the people who are suffering have heard of this tale of something called spring, mm -hmm. which is obviously the end of winter, crops growing, the so end the of the light at the yeah, end of the exactly. tunnel. Yeah, exactly. But no one's heard of it in years and years. And it's a fable. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of the journey is finding spring while you have to deal with these crows who are just bullying you. So it's, it's like if you're getting bullied and you're trying to find a way out. Because yeah. like winter and darkness seems very dark and yeah. like there's no escape, but there always it's is also a way the, out there. The silent and I like I like the title how um, kind of bully bullying is sometimes silent it goes unnoticed right, right. and also winter itself is it can right. be eerily, eerily quiet yeah. everything kind of hibernates shuts down stops and exactly you, you know I, I think I think it's cool it sounds like a yeah and idea. they're also taking an angle about how you can't directly fight these crows because they're trying mm -hmm. to spread the message that. Violence is not the solution to bullying. Sure. Now I know I said that I smacked this guy with a book bag, but you know what? Well, Every once in a while, you got to be a little rough. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got to got to stand up for exactly, yourself. Exactly, exactly. But he's it's right. Like a different tactic. Yeah, he like, wants to get in, it's yeah. kind of saying becoming a bully is not solving the problem of bullying. Political solutions. I mean, we do that nowadays between countries. Right. You know, instead of bombing or nuking each other, we got to try and find some kind of common exactly, ground to exactly. get along at least. Yeah. So yeah. this game, it's just. Like I said, I take my hats off to minority media yeah. because they're really putting their full weight behind it. And even in the teaser trailer, which you can watch, they say, like, uh, Ruben Ferris, he holds up a sign saying creative director, and he dr he turns around and says, I was bullied. And then, like, the lead animator comes up and says, I was bullied. Yeah. So, like, these people actually went through it, so you know that they're going to put their heart into this game. Yeah, it's like they're kind of telling their story, heart exactly. and soul, metaphorically, through a video game, and it can, you know... It can bring some light to the topic yeah. and bring up the discussion and, it, and also maybe help others. Exactly. And the game looks cool. It's kind of like over over the head view and you're kind of collecting things and going through this world. It's mm -hmm. it's in it's in pre-alpha. It's very early. Mm -hmm. But I just like this thinking. All I right. like where they're going. I like I mean, there's always a place for Call of Duties and mindless games and having pure like just unadulterated fun, fun yeah, stuff, right. but just there's also a place for this. Yeah. Like there's a place for real stories and real growth and real times to really look inside yourself and see what kind of person you are. And it's also, you point out exactly, like gaming, I mean, they always talk about violent video gaming and stuff like that. Well, this is the exact opposite right. of what gaming is and can be uh, to society. And, uh, you know, you can still have a great game, you know, and a great time uh, learning and, and just expanding your mind and enjoying an experience of entertainment. Definitely, definitely. So, so, yeah, I mean, stay tuned for more from this game. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, it was just announced, so it probably will be a while. Mm -hmm. But it's something to keep your eye on, for sure. Right. And check out their other game. I mean, maybe the gameplay isn't the greatest, but the story is supposed to be a real hook. I'm actually probably going to download it, because I personally want to support them yeah. for what they're doing. And I'd like to try it out. So yeah. I'll give and some write impressions. about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm actually going to, well, my next article, spoiler warning, Here we go. just for you, Jack. Here we go. I like <laughs> I'm going to write about my experience with bullying and why I'm excited for this game and why it's a good topic. So check I'm excited for that. Yeah, check out the site for that yeah, and that IGN. should be up in the next day or two. Right. Front page, maybe? There you go. Booyah. <laughs> so before we end the show, we want to just mention that Watch Dogs, the game from Ubisoft, <laughs> Ubisoft, oh is, <laughs> is finally has a release date of November 19th, coming to pretty much every console you can imagine. So That's cool. It looked like a pretty good game. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that Do we one. have a freeview preview of that post anywhere? Watchdogs? No, of course we couldn't. It's not out <laughs> what yet. are you talking about? We're I'm retarded. <laughs> Sorry. Jack has issues. I do. Anyway. That was my paint chip moment. So, so there you go. <laughs> That's episode 24 for you wonderful people out in the internet world. Yeah. 
So surprise for having it on a Monday. Sorry, you you have to wait a week and a half for us next week. Yeah, but well, you know right. we'll have a lot well, to talk about. We could wait to post this later. Nah, yeah. we'll we'll give them some. No, we'll give them so, so yeah, well, like I said, we really appreciate you coming and listening. Um, check out all of our stuff that we're working on. You can check out thegamersadvocate.com to be a part of the conversation. Send us your thoughts, articles, artwork. Send it to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Follow us on face, like us on Facebook. Just search for us. We're follow the blue shield. Follow us on Twitter at gamersadvocate. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Adam Bankers. I'm at Jack Whittington. And Bill is at Bill Roberts Ish. And uh, you should check out YouTube too, because Adam just posted yeah. his video. Yeah, we're starting a new video series, kind of like the Sessler Soapbox. In a yeah. sense, where like, we just take if a there's a topic, we're gonna come up and. Say what we feel about it. Right, just on the spot. Yeah, we just want to get more content out to you guys because you deserve it. And in in turn, you can submit some content back and we'll we'll post it up. Send us a YouTube video of of you talking about a topic, talking about something you like. Call it, yeah, your grind grind your gears segment. (laughs) Yeah. What really grinds your gears? We just want you to be part of the conversation and be a part of the Gamers Advocate family because that's what we want. Sure. That's what we're here for. Yeah. This is all volunteer right here right now. Exactly. So, So, and of course... Subscribe to us and like and rate us on iTunes. Give us some nice ratings, or if not, tell us what we can do better. Anything, we're, we we're open to it. Sure, definitely. And we really want to thank Jesse, aka One Stop Panda Drop. Drop it, drop it for our logo and theme song. And today we are going to end the show with a classic. Uh, the rhymes in here. I mean, oh just listen God. to the rhymes. So if people. you've played Fallout Three, you on. know how awesome the music was. Terrific. Terrific. Probably made the game for me. It did, for sure. Um, Adam wrote an article about that. Second half of the article. It's awesome. Awesome. So, one of our favorite songs is by Bob Crosby and the Bobcats, and it's called Way Back Home. What a crooner. (laughs) It's an incredible song, and we just couldn't help but play it for you guys. So, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. We look forward to coming back next week. And until then, for the Gamer's Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Burl. (laughs) And Jack. And we hope you have a great night. Peace out. Ding dongs. <laughs> the roads are the dustiest, the winds are the gustiest, the gates are the rustiest, the pies are the crustiest, the songs the lustiest, the friends the trustiest way. are the sappiest, the days are the nappiest, the dogs are the yappiest, the kids are the scrappiest, the jokes the snappiest, the folks the happiest way back home. Don't know why I left the homestead, I really must confess, I'm a weary my song of loneliness. The grass is the springiest, the bees are the stingiest, the birds are the wingiest, the bells are the ringiest, the heart's the singiest, the arms the clingiest way. Daisy, and the cows, the, cows, the, the helps the lazy.
prettiest, the boy, are the wittiest, the girl, are the prettiest, way back home. The pigs are the snootiest, the owls are the hootiest, the plants the fruitiest, stars the shootiest, the grins the funniest, the smiles the sunniest, way back home. Don't know why I left the homestead I really must confess I'm a weary exile singing my song of loneliness The food is the spreadiest The wine is the headiest The pals are the readiest The gals are the steadiest The love the liveliest the life the loveliest way back, way back. 